How's it going, my fellow revelers? Uh, welcome to the Festy Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, a.k.a. Frisky Hug. Um, revelers, that's a new word. <laughs> I heard somebody say that, and I was like, what even is that? Looked it up. It means that uh, you're somebody that loves and enjoys a good time with, like, loud music. And I'm like, wow, that's literally every raver. So I'm going to start using that word. It's, like, now my favorite word. Um, so we'll go to, the, to this uh, week's episode. Uh, for this week's episode, we have my friend Alex. Uh, we sit down and uh, we talk about a lot of uh, stuff going on in the community for Black female content creators. We also talk a little about her. Um, her IG is uh, Candy Diva. For anybody that wants to look that up prior to this, uh, yeah, we talk about a lot of cool stuff. A lot of uh, we, me and her have been friends for a minute, so we we kind of like catch up and we we just talk some stuff between uh between us. But we do get into some like actual topics about like brands, companies. And really just what it's like to be a black female content creator in the, you know, EDM community that's, you know, predominantly like white and like, you know, female and stuff. Um, but before we get started with today's podcast, we are going to do our, our four shout outs of the week. So let's go ahead and start with number one, being a content creator. And that's going to go to Party Perry. Um once the episode gets started, you will hear us talk about Party Perry. So I'm shouting her out now uh, because, for one, she is a Black female content creator in the EDM space. Two, she's a fellow podcaster. She actually has a podcast uh, called Productivity Meets Party. It's on uh, Spotify. I don't know if she has any other platforms on it, but I know for sure that's where I listen to it, Spotify. I'll go ahead and, like, I do with every other um four weekly shout outs. I will be putting all of the IGs and stuff like that on the description below. I will also go ahead and put down her Spotify account on there in case you guys want to go ahead and check that out. Her IG is Party Perry. It's Party and then Perry's with two R's and two Y's. Um, so on top of those two things, she's also a business coach. Um, she's located in Las Vegas. She's got an awesome boyfriend that I got to meet. Um, I believe they've had like podcasts together, actually. I think it was like one or two episodes. I don't know. Um, Everything is kind of a blur because I, we did hang out. We actually like met her twice. One time was at the Arizona driving rave and I met her again um, in Vegas. I was in her town. We were seeing the excision tour together. I think we were, I saw her both days. First day was just for like five minutes. Apparently she knew all of my friends that I came with. And it was like, it was so just like one of those like super small world moments, you know, um, kind of funny though. Cause like, it was just so weird that they that he knew her and she knew them and I was like, whoa, like all our friends are colliding. Uh, and then day two, we kind of hung out a lot more because we all we kind of like came in a little earlier. But Party Perry, super awesome content creator. Go ahead and check her out. Number two is going to go to a DJ. This one's going to go to Al Ross. Um, their IG is at DJ Al Ross. You probably know them. Um, he they've been pretty big in the like EDM scene. So they kind of like toured around, played a lot of places and they honestly play at a, a lot of festivals. Um, I'm wishing them happy birthday because they just had their birthday uh, last Sunday. So today's Friday. That was what, five days ago, six days ago. So happy birthday, Al Ross. Wishing you well. Number three is going to go to business or brand. And this one I decided to pick was really took a tour. Um, that's at Rolita Couture, C-O-U-T-U-R-E. 
And I'm giving them a shout out because they are an inclusive brand to all sizes for uh, women. Uh, I believe they go up to like 4XL. Um, and all of their promotional advertisements have literally a variety of women in there. So it's not just like one type. Um, Rosa is kind of the one that kind of uh, does all of that stuff. Uh, she invites all the ladies to do, do like modeling gigs, invites them all to like her place. They do like, you know, pictures and all stuff um a bunch of my friends uh definitely work with work with her on uh, her business um if you're a female and you are looking for clothes that are you know over an xl definitely check her out check out that check out that company all right for number four we have a supporting friend or follower and this one i was looking around and i was trying to like um, go less of a friend around and more of a follower route um so i followed days underscore kitty um she has been liking commenting you know just just a very active uh part of my community and i wanted to show her that i do notice her um constantly giving me support and love to my account and that doesn't go unnoticed so days kitty i'm giving you a shout out um, thank you so much for for always commenting, for always sharing, and for always just being such a great person to me. Um, thank you for all the love and support. Okay, so that was our four shoutouts of the week. Um, like I said, our guest today will be Alex, aka Candy Diva. She's from Denver. Uh, we've been friends for a minute. We kind of uh, we got to know each other during during COVID, um, and then we kind of like expanded our friendship towards like real festivals once everything died down and festivals went up. Um, okay, well, enjoy this week's episode. All right, well, I'd like to welcome Alex, aka Candy Diva, to the podcast. Hello, hello. Um, Thank you for so- having me. Dude, hell yeah. Alex, I, I love you. Um, I'm so glad you decided to make it to the Festi Hill podcast. Um, yes. But I obviously know you. Our friends know you. But for the <laughs> listeners that do not know you, uh, maybe you'd care to do a little intro. Okay. My name is Alex, but on Instagram, I'm Candy Diva, and my other nickname is Rasta Bear. I have lived in Colorado for about 10 years, and I have been raving for almost 10 years as of next May. My first rave ever was EDC 2012. And that's my favorite festival, of course, because I have to keep going back. <laughs> my favorite artist is Calvin Harris, and my next festival is Imagine. Wait, have you seen Calvin Harris's dick by any chance? Of course, it's saved on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's the best. Hey, dick I've starting off with the <laughs> starting off with the tea. Okay, no. <laughs> Tell um, everybody that you look at it. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, <laughs> So EDC uh, Las Vegas 2012 was your first festival. Dang. Uh, it was first my, it, yeah, it was my first big one because I had also been raving since 2012 and I went to EDC Las Vegas in 2013 and that was my first EDC okay. Vegas and oh my God, EDC Vegas is home. That's like yeah, it's the best well, place to be. Um, but like, how did you get started with uh, this whole candy diva thing or Rasta bear thing? How did that start? I was Ross Bear always. Um, when I started getting into raving, I was inspired by my friend who had this Colorado Rasta hat. So it was like a Colorado flag with Rasta colors. And I was like, I kind of want to make a Colorado Rasta bra out of that. I kind of 
But somehow I didn't end up making the bra, but I got a Rasta Spirit Hood, a Rasta Tutu, leg warmers back in the day. Oh, um, remember the leg warmers though? <laughs> the little fuzzy yeah. ones? And we had little Spirit Hoods. I think you still have some Spirit Hoods. I see you wear that some, sometimes, so. I'm going to wear them to church rocks. I'm going to be at Gondra Wobble Walk Rocks. They are yeah. so clutch in Colorado. So clutch in Colorado. Yeah. I'm like, I'm excited to finally wear them again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so kind of just like started embodying like a weed smoking teddy bear. And that's how the name Rasta Bear came, came along. So I'm just being <laughs> <laughs> um when i started my instagram i was actually i want candy time and it was um a way for me to promote my etsy shop back when i stole candy through etsy but mm. then i kind of got tired of doing that and wanted to focus more on fashion and that's when i switched my name to candy diva who are your like inspirations for like fashion do you have like people like you look up to with like fashion tips and tricks and things you kind of like like to like steal for here and there or you kind of just come up with this shit on your own <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> i like what inspires me is like, I just spend a lot of time looking through Etsy or like at shops, like uh, catalogs and stuff. And then I see a piece that's like really unique and I really like it, then I'm gonna go to other shops and see what I can pair with it. Like mm -hmm. I like making the most unique and detailed outfits that anyone could ever possibly imagine. <laughs> okay, you know what? I don't think I've talked to uh, too much about like where girls shop for like clothes. Where, so where do you specifically shop when it comes to like rape clothes? Um, a lot of it is really just small shops on Etsy because when I have an idea, it's like, okay, I want a Rasta bandeau mm -hmm. or halter top. So I put that into Etsy and I just keep scrolling until I find one that's like my aesthetic, like making sure the mm -hmm. Rasta patterns in the right order. So that I do that. There's like, I also just uh, go through Instagram a lot. And if I see someone posting about a small shop, I'll look into them, see mm -hmm. if they have anything I like. And if like, I'll try them out, see if they have like good quality, good price last through a whole raid that's really important <laughs> yeah definitely right you don't want your pants to rip mid-festival then you <laughs> yeah no it's, it's, that's happened to me so many times it's like i know top, i was there for one of them top, 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 and you're just like, i think you were I don't twerking have i think it was rolling rave you were twerking and your pants ripped well i don't know if it was rolling yeah. it might have been yeah it was yeah those like iridescent pants and then i had yeah. like chaps <laughs> i suddenly had chaps yeah, yeah. um like the main rave shops I shop at is Rolita Couture, of course. Um, love her, yeah. Raves, um, I love them. Yep. I, I'm more of like an accessories girl too. So like I use the same base that I have, like a Rasta bodysuit, and I just add extra stuff onto it. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk more about you and your like like uh just a little bit more about you. Um, so let's start with your favorite genre when it comes to EDM. Hey, Graham. <laughs> no that's it really that's that, it just big room. big room it's my favorite genre it's, it's usually my favorite i love it everybody fucking jumped that mm -hmm. gives me life and i jumped the whole time um did you go to, did to you go to you went to borgor didn't you yes i did of course <laughs> <laughs> borgor was thursday and i missed him and uh yeah so everybody was there i'm kind of sad but you know priorities you know we'll see him out of matching yeah, doing back-to-back -back with Carnage. Yeah, I'm going to ignore that part, but we'll see him at a match. <laughs> what? What is up with that? What do you mean? You don't like Carnage? Ah, really? No. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm going to judge it off of this set. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yep. go there for Borgor, but we'll see if he changes my mind. But so far, no. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I'm a big Borgor fan, too. Um, not much okay. of a Carnage fan myself. I, I, I don't think I've ever... I might have maybe gone to, like, one Carnage set probably in the last 10 years I've been raving. Um, yeah. not really my style, 
but uh borbor i have merch of so <laughs> same same i think gonna have that like big giant rasta perler that says borgor and gold glitter letters yeah yeah i got some i got some bygore bags um, yeah i love that bag they have merch at the church i was mad they do they ever have merch at the store no they don't but for some reason i was expecting it like me and my friend ally were like yeah. we're gonna buy merch and then we're like we don't i don't ever have yeah merch. <laughs> I, always, I always buy merch at like festival ties that's so you know if it's like a festival or not that like you'll see merch yeah. um well then so we're talking about djs what are your favorite djs give me at least five i'll I give you that much okay well i don't even check because it's easy that one <laughs> calvin <laughs> harris alesso btsm zomboy dr p rusco um sid is my favorite house dj seven zed is amazing i love zed oh i'm missing one i'm missing two Okay, out of oh, all big of, wild, big wild. Out of all of those, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh. Mm. Fuck Calvin Harris. <laughs> um ooh, what a kill. What a kill. Uh Mary all of BTSM, because that sounds like it would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, just big old poly. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out and doing like BTSM things. That sounds really fun. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't want to kill any of them. You gotta kill one, sorry. But their no. music will live on. <laughs> okay, fine. Big Wild. Oh, He's the newest, so he, it would impact me the least. Okay, so um, so you went to Izu, was it last yes. week? How was that? Amazing. It was did, so much fun. Did the water, like, affect that? Because I know there was, like, that hurricane, whatever, right? Nothing? <laughs> No, like I was also very shocked, but the day after the hurricane, like everything's actually really dry, so we're having a festival. How's it cool? Yeah, I was worried. <laughs> I was worried about that because you you had mentioned like, oh, come to Izu, I'm gonna be there, and it I did think about it, and I was like, dude, <laughs> but what if you know, the what if got me, and I was like, dude, like okay. you know, like you, we heard about elements. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna have Maria come and talk to the podcast, but she was so tired and defeated by the time she got home. Yeah. I was like, that would need like a whole month to decompress and like bring up her head. Yeah. I told her, don't worry about it. Like, we don't have to do the episode. I'm so, I'm so deep into like so many podcast episodes already. Like, this probably won't air for like two months, honestly. That's I got, I got, I got like, I had to do an uh, after review for Imagine uh, via a podcast. And then I'm doing an, um, an after review for EDC Las Vegas with Emma Capotes. Um, nice. Hopefully this episode's out before that. I don't know. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like plug in podcasts the best way I can, depending on like what festival's coming up and stuff like that. So I told I told her like, you know what? Like next week is or next week is Imagine. If we if I put an Elements podcast before Imagine, people are gonna be listening about like a, just like a it's just like a really negative type of podcast, and I don't yeah. know if I want to post that on people's way to Imagine. That's like. The, especially because it's gonna rain at imagine <laughs> yeah oh my god i keep checking the weather every hour and it keeps me saying like the rain's not gonna happen and it is gonna happen and it's not gonna happen but i like you know about the tomorrow world thing i'm scared yeah are you I'm camping so scared. <laughs> are you camping i'm not me i'm I, i'm too bougie no, i'm camping <laughs> I, I literally have a hotel at the airport um and i'm literally shuttling to the event every day Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I got. I gotta figure out how early the shows go because I definitely want to go to the pool parties on Saturday because Cascade is playing. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there, Cascade. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I hope tickets didn't sell out yet. I haven't even. I don't think so. I think they're just like they, apparently they used to be free, 
Like, when? Um, previous imagines the pool parties are free. Which one? The first one? I don't know. Uh, one of the photographer for my giveaway, he lives in Atlanta and he's been to a bunch of them and he said they Matt, used to be free. Yeah. Matthew, right? 1000. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot we about love. you. I forgot that's how we all like met each other. <laughs> we love him. Yeah. Hey, are you coming to the fashion show? Yep. Um, I, that's when my uh, photo shoot is actually going to be happening. The timing worked out really well. So my photo giveaway photo shoot thing is mm. going to be happening during the photo the fashion show. You should message Kat uh, a picture of you. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Guys. I messaged three. <laughs> okay cool 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 yeah i was like I, I was like i gotta make sure i was actually just talking to maria uh, uh about it too i was like oh i'm about to like hit up alex and see you know if she's done like throwing her picture to be to get featured and stuff i have i grew up watching america's next top model and i thought i was gonna be america's next top model until i just didn't grow <laughs> so i've been practicing for like a fashion show my entire life i'm like, oh my god i don't have my outfit that's a little concerning but Oh, it needs, it needs to be bouge. I am doing an um a jellyfish outfit. It's joggers. I mean, Girl, this is but our it's shit. Mine's on day three. Mine's on day three. No, you gotta do a day two because we're all no, doing water. No, that's my related couture takeover. I'm wearing the new oh, that's why I, I don't have my outfit because. Got you, got you. Yeah, you can't do that then. I would like to be. I wanted to be the jellyfish for the fashion show, but. Eh. Yeah, well. I'm doing it too. I'm doing a jellyfish uh uh shirt, joggers from Electro Threads, and then I'm doing yes. um. It's like a weird merman fin thing that goes like here. It's like so I'm wearing like a uh, troll monarchy. Yeah. Is it yep. like, yeah. Okay. And then I'm doing like <laughs> a, a headband with uh with ears, like fish ears and like a fin. Fish don't have ears. The the ears are made of fish. <laughs> I don't know what a fish ear is. <laughs> You'll see it when I'm there. Uh I'm in charge of the I'm, I'm in charge of the megaphone, by the way. So Oh no! Why? Cat <laughs> oh, thought that it would be a funny idea if I. Just I mean, read it's it. gonna be great. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's she, gonna be awesome. And loud. She, she she thought it'd be great if I just ran the microphone and just went ham on it. I'm like, bad. Yes. I oh, can't to hear you pumping me up while I'm walking down that runway. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be too. It's gonna be too good. Um, gosh, now we're oh. talking about it. Okay, so we're talking about imagine you're camping. Uh, um, I have a meetup with Lauren Hutzel immediately after the fashion show. You haven't announced it yet, but I just made the flyer and sent it to her. And I want to see if she likes it. But we are doing a meetup at 6 p.m. after the fashion show. Oh, 6 p.m. Okay. Yeah, right after. Okay, because I think, okay, man, Saturday is a busy day. It, yeah, it's so busy, dude. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess that's the day. It's the I day. Because the we day. Got, we, got, we got the pool party. We got yep. the fashion show. You got, my, you got your takeover, your photo yeah, shoot Yeah, my thing. takeover, yeah. The lunchbox, is doing a, the lunchbox is also doing a meetup, and now you're announcing that and the Lauren's meetup. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a busy day. I, also, like, on Saturday and Friday, I have nothing. No, Sunday and Friday, I have, like, almost nothing. I'm not a big fan of this lineup. <laughs> so uh, On which days? On, on Saturday? All the days. Every day? I have so many holes. I have so many holes, but, like, I'm, like, I, you know my... I just told you who my favorite DJs are. This is a very Wookiee festival, but I'm excited to experience. You think, this you new think festival. so? There's a lot of house artists. There's enough. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's. I think I think there's like a lot of house artists that people don't know about. Like there's just a little like more underground and stuff. But there's a lot of really good ones. Uh, more Kismet's playing too. He's yes, uh, I, no, they they. They are also doing someone that I wanted to see, but I can't remember. But I'm. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. 
they are playing at the same time as Peekaboo. Yeah, that yeah. Why? The contradiction. I don't know about that one. I'm upset. I I think but. I'm gonna I think I'm, I might do I might see them first and then do finish with Peekaboo. Um, I definitely want to show some. I saw both of them at Ezu though, so like I I don't know. I'm just, oh you I'm did my best friend Joy, and I'm just probably gonna follow him around because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Talk a little bit more about your photo shoot. Like, uh, what is that? What does that entail? Okay, so um, Matt from A Thousand Word Mirrors contacted me, and he had an idea of like teaming up and doing like a giveaway for a photo shoot. And I was like, cool. I would like to contact some brands and see if like we can get some like free clothes out of this and like other things. And mm-hmm. so I was like reaching out to people. Um, Our heart rate said they're already doing a takeover, so they put it. And then Rolita Kodoro just messaged me like randomly one day. She's like, hey, we haven't worked with you in a while. Like, you want to do something for a festival coming up? And I'm like, yes. Love I that. Do. I do. <laughs> um, so then I told her about Matt's idea. And she said she loved it. And that she was giving us outfits from the unreleased EDC collection. Ooh. So we get to show that off at the fashion show. I'm super excited. That's and, such perfect uh, timing, too. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. And Squad Bulls Beauty, the glitter and like face gem, the accessory shop. They're having booths there, so they're going to do our makeup and glitter. So wow. I called a giveaway on my page um, yeah. for two winners to have like a whole, you know, influencer like day of where you get like to have a cool outfit, a photographer, makeup, fashion show. I like yeah. a lot of people would like to do that. So what time is that again? It um, we're meeting. Sorry, like timing. We just just planned this out. I know. So I have a cascade pool party until three. Yep. But they are just getting their makeup done at 2.30. I'm showing up late. We're starting our pictures at 3.30. And then probably just going to keep going until the fashion show, just depending on how, like, soon we get done with our makeup. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. We don't really, like... I have no idea what I'm doing between 3 and 5, honestly. I'm just... Um, Hang out with us. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Yeah, come join us. It'll be fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, I probably have to set up for the, for the fashion thing for like 30 minutes prior, but in between, yeah, three and like four. I mean, yeah, we would uh, get some background like shots of mm-hmm. us getting our makeup done. That'd be cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> the, um, so yeah, so Matthew is actually going to be doing part of the fashion show as well. He's going to be doing yeah. a Polaroid section where he's going to take pictures. He's going to do Polaroid pictures for every single person that walks in there. That's he so, is uh, he gave me so a sweet. at Global and it's like sitting up on oh, my counter. That's yeah. right. He did. That yeah, was the sweetest yeah. thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I was like, this is my favorite picture of myself. And I'm a cat and I'm never a cat. It was weird. <laughs> so he, yeah, so he's doing a whole Polaroid thing for everyone who's walking the red carpet. Sorry, so, I can hear you over my dog barking. Stop it. What? Um, <laughs> so, he, so yeah, he's doing a whole Polaroid thing for any, anyone okay, who's walking the red awesome. carpet. Yep. Yay. I'm so excited that like we met through Global out of all places. Oh, I know, right? Isn't that funny? Yeah, that was such like a weird, like perfect universe bringing us together thing. <laughs> All right. Um. So, event-wise, do you have like any other events that are happening after Imagine? What What's going on in your? I you usually got like ten things on your list. What's What's up? What's yeah, going on? I mean, now that is was over, like I went to a lot of them now, but um, after Imagine, my friend Joy that I'm going to Imagine with, he's playing a show at Cervantes. So I'm going to go to that. Um, okay. And then I have Church Rocks on October 17th, EDC um, October 21st through the whatever. And then that very next weekend is Halloween. And I'm hopefully going to go to Escape Halloween because I am now an insomniac content creator. 
Okay, stop. Because Escape is gonna is such an amazing festival. I've been twice. Oh my god. I've never been, and I want to go. So oh, fast. it's gonna be one of your favorite like all time Halloween go. festivals. I, I the the production that that Insomnia puts on for that is amazing. Oh, yeah. I Insomniac remember is everything. It is. Everything. There, there's some shit that just looks look. It just looks way too real. I'm like, is, this is like an up? act, right? That lineup is so basically perfect for me. Like Zed, Don Diablo, the Chainsmokers. Like I'm so excited to like be upset that the Chainsmokers are playing, and I'm still gonna see them. Yeah, right. I'll close my door really quick. Go your thing. Um, but yeah, I am now an Insomnia content creator, so hopefully, I'm yeah, not- yeah, congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Thank because you. I am very happy that they're being very diverse with like yep. their people of color, people of different sizes. Like that didn't matter to them. It was like, hey, is your content good? Because we want you. Yeah, so and like the call I had with the person who was, um, I, I was connected with was mm-hmm. actually like really positive. I really liked how they run their program. So I'm really excited to do this. It's just the one like downside is that I live in Colorado and Insomniac doesn't do things here. So it's anything like, here, right? Anything. It's gonna be so hard for me to actually like make progress in this like i know it's gonna take some time but on a good note though um flights from denver to like la they're like 70 bucks round trip sometime yeah like yeah i mean i mean we're flying to frontier and spirit because we're not made of money obviously so that's what we're talking about southwest because i need my bags and all my shoes (laughs) oh my bad I do South. Oh, I do. I feel frontier once, never again, never do you, again. Do you do you wear those uh demonia shoes or are they called them? Yeah, yeah. It's like the that's like the that's like a staple for every like rave girl out there. Well, that and why are you? What's that? Why, why are you? They're also a platform. There's like another big brand of platform. It's why are oh, you okay. shoes? Demonias are like the two that I have the most of. Oh my god! And I always try to wear my biggest, like heaviest platforms on the plane, so my bags don't weigh too much. It's a whole thing. It's a whole process. I can't believe I'm flying to camp for Imagine. That's sketching me out. You wait, you're flying what for Imagine? We're flying to Imagine and picking up a rental car and car camping. I think everyone's doing that. My buddies are doing the exact same thing from Denver. <laughs> I have never flown to a camping festival, so I don't know like what a, how to pack for this because I can't like bring all the things that I normally would because it can't stuff it in the car. It's it's, be on a yeah, it's pretty. I, I prefer not to do that i'm doing that for edc las vegas but well, they have the, but they have the tent and they have the ac yeah. and everything's there it's everything's easy. there uh, are you going in october i'm going in october yeah yes okay cool Same. yeah yeah um, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be there it's gonna we'll be, be one of those it, it's gonna be just a bigger version of imagine i promise everyone's gonna be there um uh, yeah <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> oh gosh the uh so let's talk candy um i want to know some of your favorite pieces and for those of okay. you watching on youtube she's going to be showing it off so that that's the difference right now between watching it and listening to it is she will be showing some pieces you're gonna be missing some pretty badass pieces um, <laughs> i will start off with uh, i have two of my favorites that were given to me and two of my favorites that i made which mm-hmm. one do you want me to start with share them all uh, that doesn't answer that question <laughs> someone made this for me okay we got we got the black fist. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, it was like I remember seeing this pattern on Instagram. Like mm. someone posted this thing, and I remember taking a screenshot of it. I was like, I'm gonna make this one day. I don't really know how because this is massive and it's gonna take a lot of effort, and I'm probably gonna suck at it. But one of these days, I'm gonna make it. And then 
couple weeks later, this person asked me for my address, but I didn't connect that that person was the person who made this. She's like, I want to send you a package. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It was this. Oh my and God. Right. That is so cool too. <laughs> I, uh, this, so, like, it means so much to me. I love it so much. It's so cool. It's like so well made. Yeah, because it's not it's not a perler, right? Those are just beads. No, it's beads. That's so beads. badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, it's a peyote stitch. That's what like this type of bead is called. And like those are hard. This yeah. is amazing. Amazing. Um, and then my favorite cup that I received. I got this at Wobble Land in uh-huh. 2019 for my birthday. It lights up, but since I'm outside in the daytime, you're not gonna yep. see it. But there's like glitter in the pot leaf and like there's three different ropes of light. So it lights up Rasta colors. That's so badass. I, yeah, I also almost cried when I got this. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> not not planned. It's yeah. I, it's, this one is just like sitting right next to my TV. So I can just always see it. <laughs> um, my favorite cup that I've ever made, which is like not what people expect, but it's a Minnie Mouse cup. Mm-hmm. Why? It just like looks really fancy, and like I like that I did the clear beads, and it's kind of sparkly. It's really snug and fits really well. It's Do you like, like really mini, or, or was it just something you were like, oh, I'm just gonna make one? Oh, I when I started raving, I did a lot of Minnie Mouse rave outfits. I'm oh, gotcha. EDC, like since it's the 25 year anniversary, and EDC 2022 was my 10 year rave anniversary. So I might do some throwback looks. Ooh. Stuff like that. If yeah. you do a throwback look, I'm going to do a throwback look. Let's plan it. Let's, let's do it. Because <laughs> I used to do, uh, I used to go as Angry Bird and stuff like that. And so I have like these huge ass, I have this Angry Bird uh, onesie. People made I me. I Angry Birds. I have like, I, a little pink like, like I have like candy. People gave me the like Angry Birds and stuff. They used to make me masks and they used to make me yes. puffs. And I had a buddy. Angry Birds is my favorite phone game. Yeah, so I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 do that. But we're gonna do a throwback day. I promise. Yes. Okay. Cool. We will. I I want to wear this. My best friends made me this owl bra back in 2017. I got so many compliments on it. It mm. lit up. I wanted to do like a re-updated version of it, but I have boobs now, and I didn't back then, so it might not work. But we'll figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is my favorite necklace pearly thing that I made. It's kind of a harness. It connects like that, so when I'm like head banging, it doesn't like jump up and hit me in the face. Dude, that's the problem with what some of a lot of my, like my necklace candy is. It smacks yeah. me in the face. You gotta make it into an artist. Yeah. Yep, I made this and I wore it to my well first and only Lost Lands. It says "All Power to All the People" and it has another black face. I yeah, it's really comfy. It fits really well. It was like my first time doing something like this, and I was actually surprised at how good it came out. Like how do you choose which candy to wear? Do you even wear the candy? You just like have them out on your walls or do you actually wear them? Um, I want to wear this one again. I wore this one um, at Lost Lands with my Rasta mm. outfit. Like it was one of my first favorite Rasta outfits that I ever wore. Um, I want to wear it again, but also just lately, I don't want to cover up my outfits. Like, yeah. I'm getting more into the... Yeah, you know, I'm the same way, especially that's why I wear like limited amounts of like candy on my arms usually. And I'll put most of it in the bag and then I'll just when I have to trade it, I'll get my bag out and like put more candy. Yeah, um, I've been doing that, but I, like, I kind of do miss wearing like big cuffs and like I like I'm definitely going to wear my board. It's, it's just a lot sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I got like pictures of my zebra outfit from Izu and I had the BTS thing, a BTSM thing on it, but it covered up the harness that I had just gotten. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, like now I can't see it, but also I do love the candy. So I that, love that. Yeah, that, that's why I also don't wear like some of my chest bags too, because like 
I'll have like a frisky hug like shirt on. I'm like, well, what's the point of wearing a frisky hug shirt if I'm if I have to like wear something in front of it? And that's like my except for I had this frisky hug candy someone made me uh, necklace, and it just says yes. frisky already on it, but. And I just realized that I could probably use candy to cover up my boobs whenever my pasties fall off because I always have that problem. Maybe I should maybe I more, like, used to have frisky hug pasties. Oh, what were they shaped like? Were they what? The shape of? Yeah, what was the shape? Were they they were circles. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or were they circles? Now I don't remember. Oh. I think they were circles. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made any more since like like in the last like two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I used to give them to like girls who had pasties and I was like, hey, if your pasty comes off, like here's a free that pasty. That would be great. I would need them always. I, my pasties <laughs> never stay on ever. Ever. It's so awful. <laughs> I think some girls like put like glue on them don't they like i put eyelash glue i know there's other eyelash glue that's what it was yeah they do yeah they don't no doesn't work for me like i i vote um at borgor i had this shirt that like had a lot of straps and i put pasties on under in case there's a little bit of nip slip my nipples are fine the pasty was sticking out sideways Mm. out of the shirt and i was like i snapped it down i don't understand i think they just don't like it oh man i think there's something wrong with my boobs have you tried using gorilla glue no, but I don't want. It. <laughs> Thank you for asking. It's like, like that viral meme. I, I mean, one of these days, I might get fed up, but I might be just drunk enough to be like, "Fuck it" and do it. But oh no, not, don't do that. That'd be not, surgical removal. I feel like I could do it at Imagine because it's so humid there that it actually won't stick. <laughs> oh shoot, you're right. It is gonna be very humid. That's those faces are gonna do you no so justice. Oh yeah, done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, hopefully it doesn't rain. I mean, they're usually wrong about the weather, so we'll see. I hope so. But, I mean, I checked it four times in the last, like, day, and it keeps switching back and forth. It's not supposed to rain Saturday or Sunday. I, As long as it doesn't rain on Saturday, I will be happy. But I'm going to be a light-up jellyfish on Sunday. So, I really hope it also doesn't rain on Sunday. Yeah, so we'll see what happens because, like, like I said, they're always wrong with the weather. So, hopefully. Um... I have a lot of ponchos also. I literally just threw one away thinking I'll never use it again. <laughs> <laughs> I still have another. I know. So I have another. I have another one. I have another one. Um, okay. So <laughs> that was the little segment of getting to know Alex Candy Diva. So now we're gonna dive into some tea. We're gonna dive into some uh, political. Is it political? No, it's controversy. Maybe controversial. Yes, controversial is. I guess what we can. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get into some controversial topics and stuff. Um, there's definitely been some like disputes between certain people about like their opinions on the matter and stuff like that. But this is why I want to give Alex the platform to get her opinion on these matters. Um, so let's talk about black female content creators in the EDM scene. Do you feel that the EDM scene treats female black creators the same way as everyone else? What is your opinion on that matter alone? <laughs> No, I do not feel that um, black content creators are getting the same treatment as white content creators by um, festival fashion brands or rave fashion brands or okay, feature pages. Most most rave uh, most entities in the rave community definitely favor the white skinny rave rave girls more than any other type of rave. Girls. Do you think it has to do with color or the limitation of like how many? black content creators there are are there a lot of black content creators uh what is your opinion on that i, I think there are there's at least a good amount like enough to where i can name a bunch right now mm. 
um, I, like it's, I know part of it has to be with consistently posting, but still I do see a lot that I have been consistently posting lately, but I don't see them being reposted anywhere. I don't see them being tagged in anything. Yeah. Cause you did a poll, right. Um, and I was kind of curious on the results of like those polls were, I, maybe you don't even remember, but um, how many, which brands those were and stuff like that. But uh, do you know off the top of your head, which brands made a pledge uh, to post more content creators on their pages and then didn't uphold that pledge? Um, the two like most noticeable ones that I had were Tasteful Girls and Rave After Rave mm-hmm. um, and Shoppy Glitz. Oh, there was a bunch. <laughs> Name them. This is, this, is, this, is, this is tea time and it's getting spilled. Yeah, that it was, I honestly just did it out of curiosity. And then I realized that like all of these pages said that they were going to do something and that that was probably the last thing they ever actually mentioned about mm-hmm. like diversity and how they're going to do better when they have done nothing. They really just did it so that people wouldn't think they're racist during the Black Lives Matter movement back in right. June and didn't change any of their ways. They still only post the same type of people. They still don't like, there's this one brand that you primarily uses um, when they use people of color's content, it's because that person of color bought their product and tag yeah. them in it. They don't like go out of their way to so, like, contact like, them. Hire. Yeah, no, they don't go out of their way to hire black creators. They don't like pay black people for the work. They don't hire black bottles. They're just like, cool, thanks for buying our stuff. I guess we'll put you on our page. Mm-hmm. And that's not good enough. It really isn't. The, uh, so we're like naming off those brands, right? That, that obviously didn't commit to the pledge. Um, but what brands did, I guess, maybe let's, let's highlight those, those brands. Who were those? Um, I'm really impressed with iHeartRaves. I know a lot of people still are very much against them, but mm-hmm. I've been working very closely with iHeartRaves for the past year now. Um, when the Black Lives Matter movement started, they posted something like really insensitive and I like blew up, I blocked all their pages and I like got so mad at them and I was over yeah. them. And then one of the main people like of the social media people yeah. contacted me and like, hey, like we want you to do a diversity something. Like we want you to be on our page. And I was like, I don't want to represent you guys at all. Like I don't trust, like I don't like how you were handling this. You guys don't promote diversity. And like I told her all how I felt. And then, yeah, yeah, 100%. Transparency is always good. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to represent your company. I don't. I don't. It's, I'm not happy with it. So then we had a, a phone call after that a few weeks later, and I told her what I thought needed to change, like how when you go to their website, everyone, like every single model in their post was white, like yeah, every single one. So that that's not that your website is even diverse. Your, yeah, your feed might not be diverse, but the website's not diverse. There's so many different like aspects that we see that we don't realize that need to be more inclusive. And mm-hmm. so I just gave her a list of stuff and slowly but surely they were working on it. And like, I've seen some changes and they keep being doing things that are like helping other aspects of the community. Like they're, they're doing right now they're doing the, Oh, I can't remember the name, but it was like the suicide prevention one, the right on her arm. I don't know. I wasn't the right love on her arms. Something like that. They're doing something with like, uh, to help with yeah. suicide. They celebrated black history month. They, uh, did something about stop Asian hate. Like they have been really like using their platform as a way to lead the community into a more diverse community. I yeah, guess. that's that's <laughs> awesome. I didn't I didn't know any of that. That's pretty that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. So I'm just really like I am really proud that IRA is stepping it up. I know they're not perfect. 
no. Some of their clothes is cheap but, and it sucks, but they're <laughs> But it's cheap. It is cheap. They they have they have a men's underwear section. That's all they have. They have a men's underwear section, and yeah, they have like they, they have two. They used stuff. to have men's clothes though, right? Like they used to have a lot. So into the AM is it technically like a separate company? Um, so whenever you go into the men's section, it diverts you into the into the AM categories. This not an actual iHeart Raves brand clothes. Okay. Um, but that's, and I'm like, I'm like, um, I collaborate with into the AM. That's how I know, but I recognize their shirts. They have like some unique patterns and I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I know they're, they're actually going to be there on Saturday with, uh, with the iHeart race people. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone's going to be there. Um, I got an outfit from iHeart race for the pre-party on Thursday. You're going to pre-party? No, I. I mean, I could sham out of work, but that just wouldn't be an adult thing to do. Okay, yeah. But Ganja White Knight is so lovely, and I wish I could see them, but <laughs> is, is it worth getting in trouble from work? Probably not. Okay. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> you know I don't give you good ideas. Like, you don't. <laughs> you send it. all I'm going to keep saying. Send it. You are you are a bad noodle. Like we went to like we went to freaking uh, global over here feeding me gin rum. and shit. No, it was, it was both. I'm a pirate. It was rum. Who had the gin? I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. It's disgusting. Oh, I, you you had that little squeeze packet and it was rum. It was two of them. Oh, well, Myers was tequila. Oh, I thought that was gin. Are you sure it was tequila? Yes, because she is a tequila and I am rum. Oh. We both had to- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were bumped up. That was the first thing you said. I was lit. <laughs> I, re- I honestly, I brought, I, those, I, I brought those pouches into Borgor on Thursday. Did you? I was, yeah. That that night, I was a little too lit. I I was trying to like calm down because I was like making a fool of myself backstage, and I was like, well, we got backstage though, so I, I'm not upset about hey. it. Hey. Oh. Shout, shout out to the shout out to my boy Bobby for getting us back there. Yes, it was nice to meet you, Bobby. Thank you for letting me come with him. That was like one of my favorite parts of the day. <laughs> yeah, awesome. dude. and I got I got to meet Chocolate Drop like right when I was leaving the stage, and I freaked out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I freaked out. He's so cool. <laughs> but I went back for Griffin um, at the last night instead of going to Excision. I went to Griffin, yeah. and I actually got contacted by Griffin's photographer or videographer. And he goes, hey, man, like um, I added you to uh, the to this video I'm doing for Griffin. Um, is it OK if I use these footages of you uh, vlogging? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm glad you asked because, you know, that those clips be used uh, everywhere. So, yes, you may. And and I, I, I'm going to see them again for imagine they're because Griffin's playing. So, OK, All right. I just found out when I'm playing and I'm annoyed. <laughs> Wait, you're annoyed because Elenium is playing yeah, on Sunday? I'm trying to avoid that as much as possible. Why? I have no idea. I don't like it. What? Yeah. I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> I don't like a lot of the really popular things. And that's why I'm like, this is going to be a weird festival for me. Who are you going to see like, instead of Elenium? I don't I don't remember the set times, but I'm most excited for Blau. Blau? I haven't seen Blau, Blau in a minute. And then Virgo wait, Blau, Blau has a different name. I thought, doesn't he? Uh, it's Blau on the schedule. Oh, no, no, there's, there's like another name. I think I thought he did like another alias or something. Yeah. He might, but I probably don't know what it is. Oh, okay. 
let's let's uh let's dive back into the uh the black yeah. people content creator section of, <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we can okay. ramble forever i know it <laughs> mean you we can talk about this forever and not, never stop but yeah yeah so um, let's um let, let's talk because you said i have raves changed mm-hmm. their ways fucking fantastic dude that's amazing um yeah. was there any other brands no not really no like there's some brands that are doing a really good job at looking like they're doing better but mm-hmm. uh like but underneath it all like knowing a lot of stuff like uh i don't like actually it was freedom raveware but like a lot of things that they have been doing are very performative and also there's been a lot of incidents with other black creators that like they don't want to promote for them they're like after I don't know if you saw this, but they their first time when they released the Toxic Collection. Yeah. And they had that video of like all like pretty much skinny white girls. And I was like pissed that I was like, oh, okay, now that festivals are back, we don't need diversity anymore. And so many black content creators are like, yeah, right. Like I, I tried promoting for them, but they just like never use my stuff and they would never get back to me. And I just like felt like so like underappreciated on what is, yeah, that's, that sucks that, I had so many people tell me that they felt the same way as I did from their experience in Freedom Rayware. So I was like, okay, well, clearly something's happening. Yeah. But a lot of the white content creators that work for them think they're doing a great job. Yeah, I, I no longer work for uh, Freedom Rayware. Uh, different issues. Um, yeah. issues. I, There's just a lot I, of issues. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's issues per se. It's just... I guess it's things that I guess I could have talked to them about and probably had maybe fixed, but it, it was more like a lack of clothes for guys yet. They were requesting the same amount of content from us. And I'm like, well, we should have a different contract. Like we can't post once a month with when you only have what like, three shirts on your website. Three for shirts us? And you release am I supposed three to more wear shirts every six months? Yeah. yeah. Am I supposed to just wear the same? Sh- like, so I didn't feel like maybe I should have had the same, like, um, uploading criteria as everybody else right once a month yeah, just didn't seem fair to me i'm like unless you guys are literally posting more clothes never was never once was i asked to do a collab i'm like okay like so you like there is just no like got clothes for guys there. there's just like enough so that they seem like they're giving guys an options i'm assuming for like the couples yeah. versions exactly cool. like they can match their right thing i'm like that i like that i have that i would rather just be with another you know so then like in order to I went to like with other brands instead. So like I went back to Electro Threads. I, I stopped being with them because they got rid of their ambassador program and stuff like that, but they hit me up and they're like, hey, like we want to make this better. We want to do better with our ambassador program. They, we had a talk about how we can make it better. And one of the guys, uh, right, uh, one of the guys over there, his name is Casey. He was like, hey man, like um, what do you think about like this going on for like the ambassador program? Like we're going to do like a 30% discount code for our ambassador. Like, <laughs> I'm like thirty percent. Yeah. Oh, electro threads is massive. Yes. I'm like 30%. <laughs> so for anyone listening, uh electro threads 30% off. Frisky hug. <laughs> I buy from electro threads with 30% off. Oh yeah. I know. I, I want that jellyfish line, dude. I want it. <laughs> oh, that's what I got. That's the one I'm wearing. So yep. uh, it's it's amazing. I, I had to get it. Uh, there's a lot more clothes I need to go get, but when I get more money, because like their clothes is top notch. Okay. I love your gonna- clothes. We're not going to talk about Electro Threads because I have an entire like podcast episode on like trade <laughs> brands for guys and I'm already giving away too but much I do info. I want to say I got one of their clothes when they did that like entire store-wide 50% off. Amazing. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yes, if it's in Colorado, anywhere that snows, these things are so clutch. 
Yeah, I wore it to the drive-in rave, the virtual white riot one, because it yeah. was so fucking cool. Clutch. <laughs> um, lifesavers. Yeah, I did the same thing. Fifty percent off that when they had that deal. I yeah, I like, didn't get. Not, we might never do it again, but I was like, okay, I do want it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know when they'll when they'll ever do fifty percent off again, but it was like a um, pandemic sale, so maybe. Never again. Hopefully, hopefully never again. <laughs> um, so we're going to get off the topic of like brands per se. Uh, I kind of want to talk about content creators as like a whole. Um, so we'll, we'll dive into like melanin ravers and that kind of stuff. But I want to talk about the content creators right now. And I want to use maybe this platform for you to kind of maybe shout out a couple of those black content creators. I want to make sure like that people are aware that they even exist. Sometimes like maybe they're like brushed under the rug. Do you know of any content creators right now that you would like to shout out? Yes, I even made a list just in case I forgot any, but um, I don't know if this is gonna make it go away. Can you still see me? It, it, it's a way, but I mean, I'm sure the people on YouTube aren't gonna mind. Okay, um, Party Perry is the one that is everywhere right oh, now. Oh, that's our girl right there, man. She's, she's killing it right now. Yeah, I, I was also on her podcast. They haven't come out yet, but I was just like, oh, like, I wonder if they could do a podcast together. That would be so awesome. <laughs> um, I think that was just like the vibes would be so fun if you two got together and podcast together. It's like my dream clap. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about doing a podcast uh, when I when I bumped into her at Excision's tour in Vegas and she was like, okay. she's like, we got to do this. And I'm like, OK, but then I, I got <laughs> I, I, I got too deep in too many episodes. That This is like. Yep. I'm on episode five uploaded, but this right now things like episode eleven. So, oh, okay. <laughs> just um, uh, at East Zoo, I got to meet and hang out with the two girls who are behind Base Lollipop, and they're total sweethearts. They're so much fun. We got like so not sober and so fucked up, and it was so, it was a great time. I loved hanging out with them. Like they were at my the airbnb that i was staying with in mm. new york until 8 a.m i went to sleep at like 6 a.m don't remember going to sleep but I, apparently i didn't they were there to like 8 a.m just partying it was a good time <laughs> amazing <laughs> um okay i don't want to look at this whole list the whole time but another one of my friends is raving legs she came out here for global and she was a dancer on the stage i think i pointed her out to you um she yeah she does pole dancing she crochets and makes her own outfit she's phenomenal Sierra Raves um, is a consistent poster. She is so inspiring and she's all about body positivity and like being herself all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, another one is Base Panda. I think it's 95. She models for Related Couture a lot. And I got to model with her a couple of years ago and it was really fun. She's such a oh, sweetheart. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Love the Bunny is another friend that I met in New York. She does video game streaming a lot, but also has like she does a lot of looks, uh, rave looks that are kind of old school. You know, those like tubey things that are mm -hmm. out hair. She wears it, those like all the like, like the ones that, um, uh, Tess mom. Yes. Uh, yeah. She wears those ones. Yeah. She wears those all the time. I love those. Those are great. I always like wanted to wear them, but I'm like, you should do it. You should do a day of wearing those. Just like one day. Yeah. We like, should, like, Ross we should do a, we, we should do a retro look. Bro, we said we can do a throwback look for EDC. We're already planning it. Bet, bet, done. It's in, the, it's in the making. You know what's funny is like us talking about throwbacks is it's already gonna like give me an outfit that I don't have to buy now. Like okay, like yeah, like now I have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I have an excuse to wear the same outfit again. Yeah. Do you remember the brand Electric Laundry? No. They used to make those like really elaborate like rave bras. But I I have one of those and like I'm I'm gonna look like so 2012. I'm so excited. No, you know how you would look 2000 and like two is if you wore like um, a candy bra. Like 
made of oh, candy. Oh. Yeah, mm. that that sounds so uncomfortable. Like, I, I, I just imagine, <laughs> dude, those are those are like candy days, like like I, the early candy days where like everyone everything was candy, no matter how uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, with those like big old hands. Uh, Even the mask, <laughs> some of the some of the masks people made were really uncomfortable. They hurt my nose. Oh, oh god. Oh yeah, I'm, I have a Ross mask. It's not bad, but whenever I wear lipstick, it rubs all over my face, and I always wear red lipstick over the Ross. So one time I took it off, and I thought I had a nosebleed. <laughs> And I was on a lot of drugs. I was really concerned. I was like, what the, what is happening? Like the first time it happened, I was like, how fucked up did I get? And then I was like, oh, my mask. My mask spread my lipstick onto my face. So I looked oh my God. way worse than I was, but damn. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the candy and very fuzzy days. Yeah, yeah. And I something about some fuzzy things I cannot wear. Some, uh, um, oh yeah, back to black uh, content creators. Uh, okay, Janie is someone I've been seeing a lot more lately. I met her at Forbidden Kingdom, mm-hmm. and she was doing a really good tour takeover. She looks so cute. Uh, Goddess Most Wanted is big in California. She just goes to a lot of insomniac events. She went to like eight drive-in raves from what I saw. Cookie Valentine works with I Heart Raves. She was on the Beyond Wonderland takeover, and okay. it was her birthday yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Right? right? <laughs> oh, she probably was here until like two weeks, two months later. <laughs> but- <laughs> Uh, there's the car wash. Yeah, we met her, uh, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2D Pixie. I don't remember her real name, but she's on I Heart Raves a lot. Uh, Aura Life with Ash. She does a YouTube. You, yeah, thing. YouTuber gang. Yeah, she does a Peloton. Yes. And, yeah, she does a Peloton YouTube and she does festival YouTube uh, yeah. videos on there. Yeah. I, I did not watch any videos, but I'm proud of her. Oh, okay. she's gonna she's gonna be yeah she's gonna be there uh, for Imagine as well. Hell yeah, that's so exciting. Um, wait, 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 is she? Wait. I think so. I don't remember. I, I, oh, I, don't, so many... I don't actually what? know, because I know they're doing a Peloton Ravers meetup, but I don't know if she's actually going. I know she's going to EDC Orlando. Okay. <sighs> Who knows? I, we'll find out. <laughs> um, another one I've been seeing a lot on my page lately that makes me really happy. Her name is, or her page name is Mango Flows, and she's a really cool hoop. Hoop artist, hoop flower. I don't remember the word, but yeah, hoop flower. <laughs> Hooper. <laughs> Hooper. <laughs> yeah. Hooper. <I> don't know. <laughs> yeah, she does really cool things and like is has cute outfits and there's just so many of us and it's really frustrating that I can just list all these people off and you don't really see them on the pages that I could benefit by using their content. Right, and it, it it's funny because like. People don't think that way. And it's so funny. They're missing out on like an audience. Right. So it's like yeah. when I was thinking of you and I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to we're, we're gonna talk about this subject because this is going to grab that audience. I'm like, you have to yeah. always think smarter. And by doing so, you're allowing people of different colors, shapes, sizes, ethnicities, you know, um, jo- um, genders to come and yeah. like they're bringing in different audiences everyone has a different audience i have a different audience than other people some people are hardcore mexicans yeah. they're bringing like real like mexican ravers like, <laughs> you know that's not me yeah, you should get myra on here you should get myra on that <laughs> <laughs> tell you um yeah uh, but i i realized that i am obviously the most vocal out of anyone about these things mm-hmm. so like sometimes I mean, like yeah i don't always want to talk about it but i obviously i feel that it's important and it needs to get better like the fact that there's still so many ravers black ravers out there who just don't think they should go to festivals because they don't see black people like like not at but they obviously don't go to the festival so they don't see them online they're like okay well edm is yeah. white people music i can't go and that's you know that, and that that 
gosh, because it's like a weird little circle, right? Because like um, that that's also like kind of like the issue is there's like just not enough black. There's a lot more black people actually like nowadays than there were before, though. So there are more and more going in there going like, oh, shit, this music's badass and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So like and there's a lot more. It was like one of the most diverse festivals I've been like. I was so happy. Everything about that. Like there is people of every type there. Like, mm-hmm kind of forgot that that happens i just like realized that i think it was just, like an east coast versus west coast thing like yeah uh, so many black people so many asian people so many mexican people it was just and we were all just like vibing like it was the most enjoyable festival i've had in a really long time yeah it, it really just depends i think something's like in the music too if you're going like certain places that have like certain genres like yeah. specifically genres like you know they obviously gravitate towards that but like you know we need more like people to realize that EDM is about every color. You can go to festivals like that, right? But when like you have brands only featuring certain colors and stuff, you think, oh, this is uh, like a white person festival or whatever, yes. right? Like, yeah. uh, unfortunately that is. So like, I think we all have to like do our best to reassure the people who do love the music that it's okay to go. And it's okay I, to be a content creator and it's okay to promote for this festival and, and, and be featured. Yes. And I think the way that like we could, I mean, the most like efficient way to make a difference is to like say something to these brands and to these pages that aren't doing what we want them to do. Mm-hmm. So many people are like, oh, I see that they just don't do it, but like, I don't know what to say or I just kind of ignore it. I'm like, that's how nothing changes. You got to like, we all like, just more people have to start speaking up is my like, biggest like plea to the entire world. Start saying something. I can't yeah. just keep calling out all these brands all the time. They all hate yeah. me now. Really annoying. <laughs> I know that's that's yeah, it, it yeah, does sucks like, being it's a, it sucks being like the only one and stuff like that. And then when they do offer you like, you know, oh hey, would you like to be a part of this brand, whatever? You're like, cool, I'm the token black chick yeah. of this brand. Yeah. Did I tell you about that driving rave where I got invited to be the token black chick? I know, but it's like you know, I was thinking about that, but it was like at the same time, we have to be the first, right? Yeah, fortunately, yeah, someone has to be the first, and I I am definitely more willing to just do that to be the person. Yeah. But it also depends on the type of situation and how I'm like being brought into this, you know, like I don't want to be like a last minute addition because they forgot to add a person of color. Like Mm. I want them to see the value of what I can bring and that also I can bring diversity and other types of people to see like your brand and to be interested in by your products. I've worked, I've worked uh, being like my iconic content creator self in very similar aspects um, obviously not as deep because uh, we're not talking about color. Not that I, not that I'm not brown or anything, but apparently, but like because because uh, I'm a guy in a more female dominated industry, and you know it, it's it's cool because like I maybe I can't bring you big boobs and, and, and big butts, but you know what I can bring you comedy. I'm a, yeah. a good personality. You make so many people smile all the fucking time. And it's amazing. Like, you just like a little light that just appears <laughs> places. And everyone's just like, ah, oh, shit, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's gratifying because at the beginning of my entire experience be you know um creating my content and doing all this stuff um i did feel like maybe i was outgunned <laughs> you know yeah. like dude I mean, nobody you get that way sometimes nobody like, wants to was, see me and i always thought that yeah. nobody wants to see this nobody wants to see that like like no one's gonna like my pictures like what, what am i showing right but every week i get a male content creator 
hitting me up like, hey, how can I be more like you? How can I do what you do? You're you're in this, like, you're deep into this EDM. I'm like, am I? Like, have I really been <laughs> making, have I been, am I? Have I been making <laughs> a fucking difference finally? Like, this is amazing. So yeah. like, in the last, it feels really good. In the last few months, people have been telling me, how can I do what you do? Like, you are amazing. Like, and, and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing myself coaching every week. Like, honestly, every week, I'm like coaching another male content creator that wants to pr- improve and be more and do more brands and, and get invited to festivals and stuff like that. So that makes me happy. Another thing that makes me happy is like, um, like Kat asked me to like co-host with her and Aspen for the festival. Um, and you're recognized doing. by people and you get to do and like, like the opportunities and that's and amazing. Like, and I'm like, I'm a guy. Congratulations. She's, she's asking me to help with the fashion show. I'm like, hey, that's I, so huge. That's I feel, so I feel validated. Right. And, and, yes. and, and the fact that they, they saw that in me and they're like, oh man, you can provide good comedy. We'd love to have you like, like just you speaking out to these names would, would make, would make everybody's yeah. day a little better. I'm like, that's amazing. And I really appreciate so them for thinking of me. So when you get thought of like that, um, you know, I, it, but it, but it took, I had to be the first, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. No, and I get that. Like, um, you saw that whole, um, USA EDM family that I accidentally yeah. started that one time. Like now they're posting. <laughs> you start too much shit. You need to chill. <laughs> I, I was, I had COVID. I was on the couch and I was really drunk and I got mad and just posted the thing. And then the internet exploded at them. I no. was not ready for that, but I'm happy it happened because like all I remember when I first kept trying to tag that page before they blocked me, when I asked them, I don't know, most black people, I kept trying to post that in my post. So I was like, maybe if I look a little bit sweatier, maybe if I look like this white girl, maybe if I have my hair down, maybe if I like, I just kept trying so hard and they would never post me. And I was just like, I guess that page is never going to post black people. Three years later, we finally did it. Like, it's so crazy because like, I it's so crazy because I don't see like these issues because and maybe because I'm a, just like a dumb boy, right? I'm just a I'm just a guy, <laughs> and I never see these, these issues and shit, right? And I was like, and maybe because I also try to like avoid like controversy. I'm just like I'm so like I am trying to just simmer down the controversy of yes. my own actions already. Like I'm the amount of apologies I've already given in my content creator time already. I'm just trying to I apologize for anything. I need to don't care. <laughs> I, I, I have I have some I've done some I've said some things that I should have I'm very happy I apologize for and it is they deserved an apology for it um you know so like I, I just I try to avoid being like targeted nowadays because like it's just a lot like you know even as guys we get targeted sometimes we say like the wrong thing and it's just like the fresh yeah. raver, the fresh raver for instance he says something about bass yeah. nectar he says he made this video about bass nectar lost thousands of fucking followers oh. or saying something about bass nectar dude yeah. it's like so you say shit sometimes I mean, but that's honestly, I think that's also why, like, I have a very hard time with like getting growth and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I say what I want, and I'm very, very unapologetic because, like, I don't like what I talk about is like what I'm passionate about. And yeah, sometimes I'm wrong, and I may or may not apologize, but I, <laughs> I, I will still say what I'm feeling in that moment and how I'm like, yeah. how someone else's actions are, I'm perceiving them. And like why, like, you know how a lot of the content creators are now going back to supporting Dolls Kill. Oh man, that was something I was gonna talk about. Um Sam, we still can. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> okay. So Dolls Kill. Um educate me. Where can I stop? Jesus. <laughs> let, let, go, um, go, for, go for the beginning when, when the riots were happening and then okay. Yeah. The owner posted a picture of the, I don't remember the caption, but she posted a picture of the cops in front of the store 
and she said like democracy is happening I, she was she posted something that's clearly on the side of the cops and the black mm-hmm. lives matter movement okay and okay. obviously that was fucked up and that was like the biggest last draw they could have done because you know that they rip off brands all the time they still like they stole uh no but candy's design they stole uh, they stole everyone's designs they like rip off small shops they um had a shirt that said dead girls can't say no mm-hmm. and so that um they also said sold like products that said goth is white like super like racist and like just they are they discriminate a lot against sex workers but then promote things that like are for sex workers but yeah. they don't like have them like hire them to promote any of their things they're, they're just a very 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 problematic company and just seems very toxic honestly yes very very toxic a lot of content creators in june were like that's unacceptable we refuse to support them like we don't we do not support white supremacy you know that whole spiel that they all mm-hmm. said and then in january of 2021 i saw at least seven like of those girls who said that they denounced Dolls Kill and Dolls Kill tagging him again. And I'm like, you guys couldn't even hold off for a fucking year. <laughs> you, you really couldn't even stop. Like, that's how important your looks are that you couldn't support Black lives for a year. Okay. Yeah. And something that someone said in response to what I said about Dolls Kill was that I am not an influencer. I just shop uh, from like stores that I like and that have cute things. And I think that was so fucked up because one, you, like, if you're not an influencer, then you don't need to be sharing your promo codes. You don't need Correct. to be making money. You there, don't need to- it's so funny that you say, like, that you said that, right? Because um, I got in an argument with somebody and they told me, and I'm not a fucking influencer. You fucking influencers are toxic. This is, I'm like, oh, that's so weird because I literally just saw a video of you promoting a company a second mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, I'm like, like getting I'm free like, stuff, going to their like photo shoot. Yeah, that you can't that say you're so, not, you don't consider yourself an influencer when you're like, you're profiting off of the codes that you're giving. Like you're, you're advertising your codes and you're profiting off of it. You're an influencer. Yeah, I, like, well, like, what should we call you? Just a girl that happens to be promoting her codes and rave brands and festival tickets and- <laughs> It's not what it works for, it's just an influencer. Like, I am so sorry. I don't want to write a five-page essay on what describes you uh, instead of an influencer. And, and I'm why like- Why do you think you're not an influencer when you actually absolutely are? And I am shook, right? <laughs> Obviously, um, influencer is like a weird word, whatever, but I do call myself influencer sometimes when I am influencing. Um, I like to call myself a content creator because I do probably more YouTubes than I do Instagram posts. Yeah. <laughs> like I have, I have hundreds of YouTube videos. I have 80 posts <laughs> on Instagram. Like when I started like wanting to be an influencer, I didn't want to be called an influencer. I wanted to be called an inspirationalist because I like to inspire people. I don't want to be like, yeah. like, I feel like it's just a different strategy of how you like promote brands like i want to inspire people to like be as extra as me i don't want them to buy the same outfit i'm wearing because it's mine i want to inspire you to be your your best self it's like how i started this off but now i just don't care i'm I'm an influencer it's fine (laughs) yeah it is what it is man i mean we just have to acknowledge it and it is what it is and Um, like it's the but don't deny it don't deny it come on like they just don't want to be like they don't want to have accountability for their platform. And I find that unacceptable. If you're going to take opportunities and to make money and to like 
profit off of this community. You need to be responsible for your platform. You need to be accountable for your actions. And they, a lot of the bigger content creators that are out and about right now, don't, yeah. don't do that. They, there's one, I don't remember her name, but she runs this um, feature page that has $300,000 and she's never posted it a black girl. Ever. And I've tagged her at least a hundred times. Does she not like chocolate? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently not. I, I, I don't know. I'm like, and I just like, I don't, I don't understand how like they just they're like, you know, I'm never, I'm just not going to do it. I see that you're tagging me, but I don't think you deserve to be on this page. Apparently. Like, I don't know what they're thinking is like where yeah. I also am at a loss. Like, how can you just actively ignore an entire demographic and not see that you're causing a problem or it's, or that person is actively racist and that then that's that and then again yeah see i used to i used to feel um that way whenever i like i tag certain clothes and stuff like that um and i was like fuck i'm like i'm tagging like a mostly like female brand hopefully like it's okay whatever like i never got yes. featured in like the mostly female brands and stuff but i did one time i put on rue 21 clothes and i tagged rue 21 which was like would you like to be an ambassador for rue 21 i'm like bitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like I'm like, let's run a little like, like, like first, you know, thing. And, and they posted me like constantly on their stories and stuff like that. That's how like I got a bunch of my followers too. It's like, I was working with Route 21. Um, but I mean, it's not a rape brand. So it wasn't like really like, you know. Yeah, but still, it's not cool to like get people to follow you anyways. Like true, non-rapers true, true. following me is like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. You're just going to keep staring at my ass. But cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I love, I love that people like still follow us, even though. I don't know if you're like me, but I, I feel like I'm very problematic sometimes. Like I say things, do things that are just Hi. like. I don't even drink water. And you're asking me if I feel problematic. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is chaos. This is how I thrive. I know I'm problematic. I, I want, I've told constant, like I've told content creators multiple times, like, you know, oh, when like I, we first met, I thought you didn't like me because I'm like, I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. I don't know when to shut the hell up. <laughs> Well, you're kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, but I'm exactly the same way. I mean, yeah, I get, I get that. Like, I wouldn't say that like that's problematic. Just like intense and intimidating. A lot. Intimidating is the word. Yeah. Because I've been told but, that. You, I've been told that. I've been told. I've been told you're a lot. A lot. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like I'm just intimidating to a lot of people sometimes because like I'm just so extra with everything, and, and it happens. Like, yeah, it, but people. But then they asked me to do like an Instagram takeover. I'm like, are you sure that's okay? <laughs> no, I, I, what was your last takeover, actually? I don't think I've My seen last one. last takeover. I love Dude, takeovers. I don't remember. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I've done, I've, done, I've, done freedom, I've done Freedom Raver Lunchbox a few times. Okay. Um, I, I could have sworn I did one more. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> I, I i'm trying to think of it maybe i denied one i think i've denied one because i was like it's just a lot for me to do uh yeah. between filming my vlog doing the meetups you're and already trying- filming other things so i guess that would be hard to like you have to film one separate thing and like yeah okay that makes sense it's been it's just been a lot and i love doing takeovers obviously um they're so but- fun I- they're definitely one of my like favorite things to do when it's not like a festival that I'm like all there for the music. Like, don't bother me. I'm here to rage. Like, I love doing takeovers there. I love, um, I, I got into takeovers by 
um, melanin ravers by being an admin for that base for a little while. And that was a year I went to a bunch of festivals. So I would just like walk up to a bunch of black people like, hey, I'm an admin for melanin ravers. Hey, yeah. hey, like, let's do the thing. And that's how I like got so into them. It was so cool to meet so many people through that way. See, like, okay, so like I don't do drugs at festivals, which is like, I'm like a perfect candidate when it comes to like, oh, you should do a takeover. But I drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. I do both, and sometimes it doesn't work out that well. But and I'm so belligerent, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, this this is just a terrible take. Like, kind of keep getting like worse. Sound of my voice. <laughs> I did a takeover at Izu for I had raves, and I didn't do that much. I did psychedelics every other day, but I did not do them on I had raves. I knew that. I yep. fell asleep on the grass during res. I wasn't drunk or anything. I just like legit got cold, put a blanket on me, and then I woke up and res was over. Oh. And I, like, next two hours. Like, what speaking of speaking of sleeping, I slept at EDC Las Vegas once. I also did. Oh, you did too? Was it, so they, was it so 19? 18. Okay. 19, I was just cold and I had I, I was so cold, I just wanted to sleep about it. <laughs> they um um there was like a like the court the court uh no the food court that little area they have a little yeah, grass yeah. patch with the TVs wow. on and stuff. Yeah, that's where the candy meetup is. Yeah, where they had the beanbag chairs and everything. Yeah, I sat, I might have sat in a beanbag chair and I passed out for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, when I fell asleep though, it was like at five a.m. So like forty-five minutes later, one of the ground control people had to wake me up. And if you know anything about me, I don't wake up. It's not something I'm good at. I. It's, I'm pretty bad at it. Yeah. Yeah, like. I will lie through my teeth while sleeping. They're like, hey, like you time to get up. I'm like, okay, five more minutes. And I mean, I'm not moving. It, I can sleep on an airplane ride no matter how many hours. I went, I flew to Germany. I slept okay. for eight hours on a flight. Okay. I like wake up occasionally because like my butt gets numb and like it's uncomfortable, but like I can sleep pretty, pretty hard. But they, they treat me pretty well. They're like, they're like, we're going to give you all three seats to yourself. You can just lay down. And- oh, well, that's, I can sleep that way. Hell yeah. <laughs> I so on on the way back I slept, but my ass hurt, my feet hurt because I had to sit down and I was like my neck hurt and I was like this sucks. Like there are people on each side of me and I just like. Yeah. <laughs> I love bringing like my actual like full size pillow and just like putting it on the tray table and like facing down. Just like I see people do like that. that. I'm thinking about doing that too. Honestly, I'm just definitely doing that for Georgia because I need to bring a pillow anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna bring a pillow for like now on like um take it to. The, flight I, I a, and a regular you know what what i do is um i i always request so like if i have to buy the fucking seat i'll buy the fucking seat right but i request the window and then i just yeah. put a pillow on the window yeah that's windows the best but windows i best do spot. southwest and you just have to like you have to like oh to first come first serve right yes you have to like uh get your boarding pass first and you have to remember right at that minute and sometimes you still can't get it but I got really lucky on my flight to New York. I was like, asked this old couple if I could sit in the middle. They're like, well, would you like to sit in the window? And I was like, would I? That's exactly <laughs> what, oh my God. <laughs> and I was about to look Pish posh, pish posh, I would love window. <laughs> yeah, yes, I could look at nothing while I sleep here. And I bought the internet like you saw and just immediately went to sleep. Waste of $8. <laughs> okay, girl, we are at like an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> Um, I, I already knew i already knew that was gonna happen i mean you could talk forever so um we're gonna end we're gonna end on a couple notes one of the notes is i do want to talk about melanin ravers what what yes. are they who are they where can they be found and talk about this uh, melanin, meetup melanin ravers are having if there are any coming up um i do not i'm not an admin for melanin ravers anymore 
Um, it was kind of after the pandemic. I got busy. We all had yeah, life things. But uh, Melon Ravers is an Instagram page where we connect other Black Ravers who might go to EDM, EDM events and just like we share them. We, it's kind of our platform to promote ourselves and to encourage ourselves and to like love ourselves. Um, we do meet up sometime. I know there's one at Beyond. I don't think there's one happening at Imagine, but I can ask and maybe I might do a takeover as well. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, we also have a Facebook group. That one's kind of more active right now. Um, and that's how we connect you like, okay, who's going to this event? Or like, here's some pictures from this event. So that you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and you'll see a lot of beautiful black people. And that's like, <laughs> mel is it Melanin Ravers on, on IG? Cool. IG and Facebook. All right, Alex. Um, I want to end it with uh, you letting us know where we can find you, what platforms, what names. Yeah. How does somebody go in about DMing you about their troubles and their dreams, and how can they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond to that. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're, you're not a therapist. What? <laughs> um, I'm not, I, oh, I'm so bad at responding to DMs. Like, if that's my biggest weakness is people DMing me. It's so hard. Okay, if you ever get a job interview, someone asks you, "What is your biggest weakness?" You're like, "Ugh, replying to DMs." <laughs> that, like yeah. unrelated I don't to work. Say that because that means they know I'm unreliable, but it's that. <laughs> um, uh, all right, we're gonna. You leave. can find me on Instagram under Candy Diva K A N D I underscore Diva D I V A. That's the only thing I have really. I have Snapchat, but I don't want a bunch of strangers on it. <laughs> what, dude? I honestly have my Snapchat just for strangers. Yeah, why? What? But it's an well, easy it's an easy way to one make friends see who's going uh, um and then like i could promote all of my stuff and i feel guilty about it i know see snapchat is like me being ratchet at 4 a.m smoking weed and like in my pajamas with my hair all side oh uh, like, see i don't it's not the cute version of me it's very, the very rarely do i post on my snapchat unless it's like a promotional thing okay yeah like i mean i used to like my snapchat used to be my main um Mm -hmm. social media and i was always on it i used to post at 4 20 every day for two years because i had to like get off of work at 3 30 so i used to be all over snapchat but now no, it's see, always i'm very um i'm very like transparent to everyone that follows me on any platform so it's like my snapchat is just really for like promotional stuff and dming or like messaging people like naughty things i guess and then <laughs> like <laughs> and then my instagram stories is literally me my authentic self 100 percent. it's just like people have like those like groups are like like oh for my bff groups or i don't have any of those i just literally post whatever the hell i want every single time <laughs> I, mean, I do that like snapchat is more of my day-to-day -day life like where it's like not as interesting but it's like the weird shit i see and the weird shit i do and then oh, okay. instagram is more like curated to me and my fabulousness yeah yeah you're your iconic self yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right alex kenny diva um thank you so much for coming to the podcast i had a lovely talk with you um i hope okay, that our listeners and viewers uh took a lot from this got to know we let's run through what we did we got to know who you are know more about you know where you're going more about your outfits know where uh you're going to be heading to next how your experiences with the easy went we talked a little bit of candy we talked a little bit about the content creators in the industry uh preferably um the topic right now was black females in this industry and awesome. then we were talking about the pledges um um, for any black, for any uh, black ravers out there, Melanin Ravers, it's a it's a good platform to join. Uh, they do tons of meetups, meet a, a bunch of other Melanin Ravers out there. Um, so thank you guys all for listening. Uh, if you were on podcast or um, on Spotify, SoundCloud, I try to do iHeart 
radio, but that shit did not work. Um, I'll figure that shit out. I got Apple Podcasts, though, and Ooh, YouTube. Apple, yeah. I got all of those platforms, so definitely check them out. Um, and until the next episode, everyone, thank you. Thank you.